Okay, so hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we're going to be looking at summer and we do this uh, about every summer. We talk about summer and what does summer look like and how do we get the most out of our summer for our football program and yeah, so what what all goes into, into summer and for me that has changed throughout the years i'm sure it will change going forward <laughs> that is just the nature of the beast that that we change because to change is good and to to change is to move forward to find a new path to try something different and yeah it's fun because i know for me i'm trying to figure out what do we what do we do to maximize our summer what is too much, what is too little. And I think those are things to contemplate. And those are things we will contemplate on the podcast, <laughs> podcast today. Yeah. So man, the past, uh, for those of you who have listened to the podcast before we talked about doing seven on sevens in the summer, traveling different places, how many days a week do we do summer stuff? And this year, after, oh gosh, this is this will be year eight as a head coach. After the after the previous years, going through the previous years and thinking about how do we make this the best we can make it, I really came to a conclusion that we just need to really work on the fundamentals. And this summer, we will not do any seven on sevens, and I think that's good for my for my health. Because 707s drive me nuts because, uh, number one, it's not real football. And I think it can give you a distorted view of your football program. Either you do really well at the 707 and you think, oh, we can do all this because we did it. Uh, we did it in T-shirts, right, with no offensive line or defensive line, no tackling, no pads. And, you, and we think, I've thought, man, we can do these new things and we can implement this. And, man, we're better than that team because we beat them in 7-on-7. Seven seven, and that is a dangerous thought, my friends, because uh, that is not true. I remember, golly, it was a couple of years ago, we beat a team pretty bad in 7-on-7, seven seven, and they beat us pretty bad <laughs> during the regular season, during real football. And I've also had it the other way. Teams beat us to 707, and then we go and beat them pretty bad in the <clears throat> in the regular season or in the playoffs. So I think some years 707 has a has a place in your program. Now, I think if you throw it around a decent amount or you're a spread team, I think it's an, it's necessary that you do 707. I'm not saying to do tournaments. I think tournaments don't give a real real good picture because you end up doing things you don't normally do. I know the last time we were in a tournament, we ran a bunch of two-man, and we ran zero snaps of two-man during the season, but we were trying to be competitive in the tournament. So we ran two-man, or we ran pure just get deep quarters, which that's not, that's not reality, right? That's not what you're really, really going to do. Now, most years, we just run our defense, but that, that year I'm talking about, we – uh, we struggled on defense, but we had a decent offense. So we just tried to outscore people in seven on seven. And in the regular season, the, the next year, 
uh, next year as well. Now, for people who are run-heavy offenses, like for us, we are power T, right? So two tight ends, three backs. Doesn't do anything for us, right? If you're wing T or you're split back veer or you're triple option, 707 doesn't really do anything for you because the defense doesn't really react to play action when they know it's pass. So, so you know, our passing game is built on mainly play action. So there's not really any need to go to a 707, which is all drop back passing game. In my mind, 707 is third down every down. And you're playing third down defense, you're playing third down offense. And that's what you do. And man, I just know in the past, I've gotten really either I've really gotten really mad at the 707 tournaments because I feel like somebody went empty and was running like downfield routes with three step out of the gun. So it's like a five step drop, right? And they get four seconds or five seconds. It's not reality for your defensive backs. That's not how that's going to work out. Because somebody's an empty, we're probably going to pressure you and get the ball out, or we're going to drop eight. And in 707, you can't drop eight. So, yeah, it just it's annoying. And in my mind, 707 is still just a part of practice. So it's a period in practice that some people do. Now, we don't do 707. We do something called trap and throw. And we do throw routes on air. We can put a defense out there, but it's not true 707. If our linebackers don't take run reads or read steps, then we will run trap in throwing period, right? We'll hand it to the fullback if they're bailing out of there because that's if they're bailing out of there, that's not real life, right? They need to hold in there, read step, then get to their, to their drop. Now, I do think that if you want to throw with people and you're a run-heavy offense, that's awesome. So let's say you want to have somebody – come to your come to your campus come to your field or you go to them and you actually practice that's that's good stuff uh, that can be very beneficial but again you got to know who you're who you're practicing with you want to in my opinion you want to practice with people that have the same mindset that you have so my mindset for the summer is we're preparing for the season we're preparing to play our defense right to run our offense and do it to the best of our ability and if you're going against somebody and they keep and they run a play in it and you you bust an assignment you don't cover a route right or you don't run a right route that person needs to be one to slow down and let you teach i think that's the that's the most valuable thing because no games are won in the summer right there's no nobody's i guess they keep score at these 707 tournaments but nobody hands out legitimate trophies for winning 707s uh they do that in November and December, right? Depending on what, what state you play in. So yeah, I think 707 is a, can, it can be a good thing. It was a good, good thing for us at a couple of different stops I've been at, but it's not the end all be all that I think sometimes it gets hyped up to be in the summer because it's, I mean, it's legitimately about the only chance your skill gets get to compete against somebody else in the summer. Uh, but I've seen people get hurt right? Uh, maybe some bad habits reform because we ran this at 707. And, you know, again, I think 707 is a period of practice. That is, that is my view of seven on seven. And then this summer, we've gone back to three days a week, a couple hours a day. Uh, in West Virginia, we can, on our county in West Virginia, our three-week period where we can do voluntary practice sessions 
uh, is in is in June. So we have been going for a couple hours teaching base fundamentals, uh, you know, eye discipline, those types of things. And I think that's more important than going out and, you know, just being in a rush and trying to put something together to go into it to a to go to like a tournament, right? To play seven oh seven or I think Lyman challenges are good too, but to some degree it's like in my mind, are we gonna really be pulling a car on a football field? Right. I would much rather our linemen get some fundamental work and be able to go through that at a at a slow pace, right? Uh, as we learn to perfect our offensive schemes and defensive schemes and not go to one-on-one pass, right? One-on-one pass rush, pass pro, or flip tires or bench press and and do that for a couple hours because that's not necessarily translating to the skills that offensive linemen need to be good at their craft. And I've, I've really have honed these opinions over over the years, and I take a lot of my – my opinion from college and the college and pro level. So at the collegiate level and the professional level, they have, well, at collegiate level, they have spring football, right? And then they can do some instruction during the summer and in pro football, they have OTAs. And what do they do during those times? So they learn their offense, learn their defense. They can slow it down. They work fundamentals. And I think sometimes in the summer we can get caught up in, and I know I have, let's go to all these seven old sevens. Let's go to all these co-practices. And we, we ended up not spending near enough time on us, right? I think the summer is, should be spending time on us, spending time on our football program so that we can be the best we can be going into August, right? So when we hit the ground running in August, our guys know our base schemes, they know how the fundamentals of those, and we can progress through camp to the first game of the season and then, and then through the season. So, yeah, those are some – some thoughts on summer and yeah, I think too, when I look at summer and I, we, I was just talking to our strength coach today, you know, looking at a, attendance, right? We all would love all of our players to be at everything during the summer, right? But that's not reality. People have vacations, people have family commitments. I think as I've grown as a coach, I've come to realize that that's okay, right? Guys are going to miss for different reasons and I don't need to freak out or get upset. Just, okay, that is what it is. Let's work with the guys that are here, and let's try to develop our roster to the best of our ability. So those are just a couple of thoughts about 707, about summer. Uh, I think I've done a summer one about every year I've done the podcast. So I'm not sure why I will title this, but I'll title it something, and I'll put it up. But thank you all for listening, and have a great day.